This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. An expert says the physical condition of homeless people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s is similar to 70 and 80-year-olds in the general population. Why is this, and what can be done about it? The majority of our cohort were aged in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, and they had difficulties with such basic things like, as you said, climbing up a flight of stairs. Then, despite basic progress in consumer safety, traffic deaths have remained nearly unchanged for many years. A new study offers ideas to make the roads safer. The safe system approach expects people to be occasionally distracted, to be occasionally tired, to occasionally not see things like stop signs. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Levels of homelessness have now increased for four consecutive years in America. A recent study from Ireland that examined the physical condition of homeless people had some shocking findings. We're joined by the principal investigator in the study, Dr. Julie Broderick. Assistant Professor in the Discipline of Physiotherapy at Trinity College in Dublin. Professor Broderick, give us the biggest headlines from your study. Sure. I guess the main finding of this study was the extreme level of premature aging, which we saw in our participants. We found that young homeless people in their 20s, 30s and 40s were physically comparable to people who were much older. So really, we found that they had a similar physical profile to people who were stably housed in their 70s or 80s. Why do you believe the homeless population ages so much more rapidly than most other people? That's a really interesting question. We didn't explore it specifically in this study, but I guess there are three reasons why it may be the case. First of all, these participants suffer from many other conditions. For instance, 41% had hepatitis, 20% had liver disease, 20% suffered from seizures, 30% had mental health conditions. So they were suffering from kind of the cumulative effect of a number of medical conditions and mental health conditions in many cases. Also, over half fell in the previous six months. So many are kind of suffering from previous injuries, previous falls, fractures that hadn't healed properly, appointments potentially not followed up, etc. So kind of poor healing of previous injuries and fractures. And the other big reason would be just the challenges and difficulties of being homeless. Some of our participants spoke about the difficulties of carrying on and day-to-day struggles of being homeless and walking around the streets, blisters on their feet, nowhere to go, and all those kind of difficulties that homeless people do experience. So there would be kind of a cumulative effect of all of those different reasons having a big overall effect on their physical health. I think our listeners may be shocked that people who are homeless in their 20s, 30s, and 40s could struggle with basic things like walking up a flight of stairs or even just walking at all. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we found that only 31% of the cohort could manage to climb, even attempt to climb one flight of stairs. And it's quite stark when we think that the age profile goes from age 23 up to 80. Over 90% were below 70 years. So the majority of our cohort were aged in their 20s, 30s and 40s. And they had difficulties with such basic things like, as you said, climbing up a flight of stairs. Your study mentioned something you call rough sleeping. How do you define that? So rough sleeping would be defined as sleeping outside, which would be a challenge in Ireland, certainly over the winter months with cold weather, with rain, etc. So rough sleepers are, I guess, the most vulnerable type of homeless person that we come across. And because they're subject to the challenges of the weather and more vulnerabilities, more prone to violent attacks and criminal activity, etc., being the target of gangs, etc., So rough sleepers have extremely poor physical ability and 17% of our study cohort were rough sleepers. Tell us a bit about how you conducted your study. Yeah, so a physiotherapy um, researcher evaluated all homeless inpatients of St. James's Hospital in Dublin. So St. James's Hospital is the largest acute hospital in Ireland and it's situated in Dublin, kind of inner city centre, where there is accumulation of people who experience homelessness. She evaluated each inpatient who was registered as homeless and conducted a comprehensive battery of physical tests on each participant. So we got a really good idea of their physical ability. And this is quite unique because previously we didn't really know, I suppose, how their physical health, mental health, addiction issues the challenges of being homeless, etc., how all of those had an effect on the physical profile and the physical function of individuals. So that's what we looked at specifically in this study. We're talking with Dr. Julie Broderick from the Physiotherapy Department of Trinity College in Dublin, Ireland. She recently led a study that found that homeless people in their 20s, 30s and 40s are physically comparable to housed individuals in their 70s or 80s. Dr. Broderick, your study has a number of recommendations to address this problem. Tell us about those. The first thing is that when people who are homeless are admitted to acute hospital settings, that they're at the very least assessed from a kind of a physical health point of view and referred to appropriate rehabilitation services, such as physical therapy, because some of the problems may be reversible and getting in earlier, of course, is better in terms of kind of medium and longer term outcomes. Also to think about appropriate community and outreach services, as when this cohort are discharged from hospital, they do need follow up and those pathways sometimes aren't well developed. And of course, this study then has big knock on effects in terms of planning accommodation services for this group. So accessibility is really, really important. Having lifts, for instance, having accessibility and good accessibility to these accommodation services, because that's a priority considering the poor physical health and poor physical profile of this group. We've done previous interviews on homelessness that revealed that homeless people die much younger than the general population. Do you have any statistics on that? Yeah, so we have a previous study that was conducted in Dublin in recent years and the median age of death for women is 38 years and the median age for men is 44 years of those who are homeless. So really, really much lower than the general population. I think most laymen would attribute that to things like drug abuse, but would that be correct? Well, really within that, there's a huge spectrum of reasons why they die younger. Certainly drug abuse is in there. 
in our study cohort, we found 52% were alcohol dependent and 35% at the time were injecting or smoking heroin or crack cocaine. But we still feel those figures are probably underestimated in terms of the number of participants that would be engaging in those behaviours. And I suppose as a knock-on effect of certainly the alcohol, we found that 20% of our cohort had established liver disease, which was alcohol-related. So drug, alcohol abuse, and in many cases, dual addictions would be a feature of this cohort and would certainly contribute to a number of the deaths. But there can be many reasons why this group die earlier. Homelessness in the United States is definitely on the rise. Is that also the case in Dublin? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it is on the rise. Interestingly, I guess since COVID, the numbers have gone down somewhat because it was a concerted effort to house people who were homeless because it was identified that they would be particularly vulnerable to COVID. So, in fact, there has been a slight drop since COVID, but the general picture over the last number of years has been an increasing prevalence of people experiencing homelessness. One final question that may require some speculation on your part. For these people who are in their 20s, 30s and 40s who are in frighteningly frail condition from homelessness, if they're able to get out of the trap of homelessness, can their condition improve and eventually return back to a normal state? That's a really good question and it's something we'd really like to evaluate next. We don't really fully know the reversibility of the changes that we found. We feel that some certainly would be reversible and would be amenable to rehab, but others, you know, may be more long-standing in nature. And I think that should be the subject of a future study. Dr. Julie Broderick from the Physiotherapy Department of Trinity College in Dublin, Ireland. Thank you so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you so much for having me on. Next, improving traffic safety for drivers and pedestrians. That story, straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.